time. We'll get back to more turning points here in just a moment. Joining us on the line is a very good friend of mine. He was the host of the Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor press tour, and of course, he is uh, one of the best boxing announcers in the business from Fox Sports 1. It is Ray Flores. Ray Flores, it's Jake Turner from Turning Points. How are you doing today? Jake, I'm doing fantastic. Pleasure joining you, my friend. All right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, first off, take me through this, all right? You're on this press tour. You're dressed to the nines, and you got these two big egos going at it. How did you stay so calm with these two? Well, it's just kind of like let him do what they do. I mean, Jake, you are a, you're a very intelligent sports analyst, and, and you love football. It's almost like being a West Coast sport. And your job is to get the ball out immediately. Don't sit back in the pocket, five or six step drops. Get it out, the two, three-yard pass, and let the playmakers do their thing. And that was my mindset. Just speak quickly, get in and out, and allow Mayweather and McGregor to entertain the fans. That's exactly what they did. I love it. I love it. What was going through your head, though, being on that stage? Did you have any, were you nervous at all? Or did you just, you like you were like, I got this. The confidence is there. Just get in and get out. Yeah, you know what, Jake? It was just enjoying the moment. Because, you know, there's certain moments in your career, you're going to experience many of them, where you're like, where where you have to take a step back and just, and, and savor every moment. And that's what I was thinking. I mean, it wasn't really nerves. It was more like, Come in, do my job, and then enjoy it. I mean, just enjoy being a part of the spectacle that was me with McGregor. Well, you did a terrific job, Ray. I, I thought it was uh, fantastic work. Uh, you always had stuff on Instagram, and we were always able to stay on track with it. So I uh, really do appreciate that. Let's jump into this because I have been waiting for this as a boxing fan for a very long time. We finally have the quote-unquote super fight the one that I believe is actually going to come down to the wire. It's going to go 12 rounds. I can't wait for it. It is, of course, Canelo Alvarez versus Gennady Golovkin. And I am pumped up beyond belief here. What is your take on this big super fight that has been sold out for months? It's a great fight, Jake. It is a wonderful fight. It's a fight between two guys that are in the primes of their careers. It's a fight where you have Gennady Golovkin, who's undefeated, who been at the top of 160 pounds for a, taking on Canelo Alvarez, making his first jump to 160. Canelo fought at 164, his last fight against Chavez Jr., but never fought here in the middleweight division. You have guys that have so much to prove. Lovkin still, in his mind, is, I thought he got the signature victory that he needed with the win over Daniel Jacobs. But that's still, in his mind, you're to be Canelo finally it cements his legacy. For Canelo, when he made that big leap up against Floyd Mayweather, he suffered a defeat. Since that time, he's been undefeated. But this is the guy that Canelo feels, if he is victorious, that'll catapult him into the stratosphere in boxing. With all that said, both of them are very fresh and hungry fighters. I think we get plenty of entertainment tomorrow night or, you know, here on uh, September 16th, which, incidentally, Jake, happens to be Mexican Independence Day. <laughs> there you go. A little his- little history for all my uh, listeners there on uh, Turning Points there. Ray Flores is always delivering as usual. Uh, let's talk about this. How big is this for the sport of boxing if this fight does go all 12 rounds and we're leaving breathless here? How big is this for boxing? If this is a great 
because during Mayweather-McGregor, people were entertained by what they saw. So boxing, boxing has had a banner year. You look at Klitschko and Joshua. Uh, you yep. look at the emergence of guys like Errol Spence. You look at this fight. And then, you know, closing out the year strong as well. So I think it just continues to add to the momentum that you have two big super fights in less than a month. And if fans are, are thrilled with it and, and they deliver as what we think, then you know what? It's going to really be a very special night. And it'll be a, it's a special year for boxing. It's a great thing. We're talking to Ray Flores, boxing announcer for Fox Sports 1. Also was the host for the F- Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor, uh, press tour throughout this, and I really do believe that boxing. This is exactly what they need. This is this is a big fight because I'm trying to get back into you know watching the HBO fights, the Showtime fights, and even trying to get into Fox Sports One because you're doing an amazing job. I mean, some of the videos that you put up. I mean, I'm just floored, and I have to like comment immediately. Uh, we've talked during the uh, Manny Pacquiao fight that was in Australia. I mean, we thought that the the second fight was better than the main fight. And I want to go into that here for a moment. There are four fights happening that night. Under, aside from the Alvarez-Golovkin fight, in the featherweight, super bantamweight, and the lightweight, which fight also will be a good one? Well, I think the fight that I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, prior to uh, Jorge Lara pulling out against Jojo Diaz, I thought that was going to be a heck of a matchup, but Lara injured his back earlier in the week, so he's out, and, he, and Jojo Diaz fighting a replacement, but the fight that stands out here to me is Diego Deloy and Randy Caballero. Caballero ah. is a former world champion. Uh, you have Diego Deloy is undefeated. Caballero lost his world title on the scale as one of the featured fights of Canelo and Cotto back in November 2015. Since that time, Caballero has been injury-prone, hasn't really, he only fought, I think, once or twice since that time period, November of 2015. He has a lot to prove. Caballero feels he's being sort of written off by the public. Diego Deloya, the cousin of Oscar Deloya, the promoter of Golden Boy Promotions. So Diego has promise. Change with Joel Diaz. But the thing with Diego Deloya, he's never really been tested to this level. They both had a very intense stare down during the grand arrivals. So this is going to be the measuring stick for both fighters. And on a stage like this, there is so much to prove. And you better believe, Jake, that all of these guys on the undercards are going to have mindset to steal the show. Steal the show indeed, and I can't wait to uh, see that as well. I mean, tomorrow night's going to be a phenomenal night. I want to uh, jump into this here because this has been dominating the headlines and you know me since uh, you met me uh, when, because we're finished, I'm finished off my time at Illinois Media School. And we know that there are sports personalities out there that want to try and bring out their political standpoint in that. And in this show, I always promise that this is sports only, nothing else. Because the thing with me and politics, it's like the size of a little tiny memo notepad. That's about as much as I know. It's all about sports here. Tell me what it's like to navigate through that. How do you keep away from trying to put out your personal standpoints in the sports world? How do you keep yourself from doing that? Because you have been vocal at times, but you haven't been overbearing. Yeah, you know what? The thing is, Jake, is that I I have friends that are Democrat, Republican, uh, independent. Me too. Know, the, the whole thing is, you know, like we, we all have friends that are, that are like that, people that, 
that uh, appreciate our work. So the only thing with me is that I am somebody, and like yourself, who believes in equal rights, mm-hmm. who believes in equality, who will stand up for for people to be treated fairly. If I see something, or there is, like what happened in Charlottesville, anything that perpetuates hate, I don't care right. if you are a minority and you're perpetuating hate, or if you are the majority perpetuating hate. When you perpetuate hate, that upsets me, because that is not what we are founded upon. And I do believe that here in this country, you know, I mean, you you more than anybody, and, and thank you for your service. But Thank despite you. what people think of of the president, I believe that if he is thinking justly and advocating human rights, you should support him when it comes to, because he's our president. And I know people say he's not my whatever, whatever, but at the end of the day, we're Americans, and that's the president. But when you do not advocate civil rights or whatever for any politician, I'm not against that, man. I'm about equality. I'm about people. Right. People make a living, that's my deal. So, more than anything, when I see any type of racism or class difference that people want to chastise others on, that upsets me. And I think that's a good, and I think that's a good way of putting it. Uh, but let me ask you this question. So, you're doing your job, you're in the Fox Sports 1 uh, spotlight here. How do you keep, how do you keep yourself calm when a lot of sports personalities are trying to put politics into the sports world where it shouldn't even be. Well, it's just the whole thing is when people watch sports, and yes. when you call a game, people want to watch, they want a diversion. Because right. Because there were good things happening in the world, there are bad things happening in the world. And people want to be entertained. So when they flip on and they watch PPC on FS1, when they watch a CBS Sports Network show, they want to be entertained. Or when they're watching... Uh, the talking heads. They want to be entertained. They don't want your political agenda. If they want that, then you know what? You might as well go and become a political pundit. Oh, guess what? You're not a political pundit. So if you're not a political pundit, do not give me your political opinion. If you want to stand up for a certain rights, that is fine. But it nauseates me when I listen to sports radio or I watch anything when it comes to sports and then I get this agenda. And I don't care if you're liberal or if you're conservative, or in between, I don't like it because people want to be entertained. And that, to me, is not a form of entertainment. Fantastic. I couldn't agree more. That is exactly what we are. We have this privilege to do this podcast, for you to announce boxing, for you know the great Al Michaels to do football, because it's diversion. It's an escape. It's supposed to be fun. It brings us together. And it would be nice if we would actually... Just stick to what we are good at, and that is the bottom line with that. Jumping into that, and by the way, thank you very much for your point because that made a lot of sense to me. You're a Bears fan. Let me ask you this. How are the Bears, I'm trying so hard not to laugh at this, but how are they going to beat the Buccaneers this weekend? Because I really don't see it happening. Well, the the Buccaneers are going to be a fired-up group, uh, Jake, as you know, because they obviously... They've been dealing with with the hurricane down there. Yes, the Bears need to play. Mike Lennon needs to perform the way that he did in the last eight minutes of that football game against the Falcons last week. Either that, or the playbook wasn't opened up. I think it was a combination of both. I love Tariq Cohen. 
uh, George Howard. Hopefully he is healthy and will be on the field. I just think the Bears need to open up the playbook. I, unlike some people, I was very optimistic by what we saw last week in week one because finally we get a football team that is actually respectable. Uh, it reminds me of back in a couple of you know, years ago, you know, watching the Bears, they stopped the run, they were running the football, fundamentals, and they were successful when the fundamentals were executed. Who would have thought? Now look, I'm a Bears fan, but I'm not a dissolution Bears fan. <laughs> I'm not saying we're going to challenge your man, Aaron Rodgers, for the division champs yet, but there is quite a bit of promise that I am looking forward to as we move on in the season. I think that's very well said. I mean, the thing is, with this is just my opinion, I... The Bears, I said this to Bear fans, and they thought I was loony, but I said that the Bears were going to have a top 10 defense at the end of the year, and I still will stick by that. But I'm not going to buy into this offense, and I still believe there are still holes in it. The wide receivers, they are just, they're DOA. I mean, nobody can stay healthy. One's out for the year. Uh, actually, two of them are, with Cameron Meredith and Kevin White, and I think that's going to be a big problem, but I really am looking forward to see what Jordan Howard can do here. So what is uh, the next job that is happening for you? You've been uh, talking about it, but I want you to tell my listeners where they can find you next. Oh, Jake, I'm really excited, man. I mean, I got PBC on FS1 coming up on Tuesday, uh, next Saturday. They're still trying to find a TV deal, but, uh, you know, it'll be on, on television in Europe. I'll be doing the World Boxing Super Series, you know, a cruiserweight matchup at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. The following Tuesday, I'll be in Las Vegas for PBC on FS1. <laughs> Coming up to FS1 dates, and then the following Fridays, I'll be on in Dallas, Texas. BN Sports is starting a boxing series, uh, Roy Jones Jr. and Company. So I'll be watching <laughs> on the Gold of Alpha. So it is going to be a busy a few weeks here uh, for myself and traveling all over the country. But you know what? As always, Jake, love being able you, you keep me entertained with the podcast. I'm in airports quite a lot, but I love listening to your podcast and your analysis and your uh, entertaining ways and something keeps me uh, you know, busy and, and smiling through the course of my travels. Tell my audience what was going through your head when you first met me the first time in class. I think uh, what I thought was he's the guy that gets it. And I think I told you that from the first time. He's the guy that gets it. He's someone that wants to not only be good but wants to be great. Someone that is constantly busting his butt. Someone that has a sense of maturity. Someone that understands what it is to want to work hard and, and, and just go ahead and apply everything that is told to him and use that moving forward. So you remind me of a fighter who you come into the corner between rounds and you make adjustments. And you make them not within two rounds, but you make them quickly. So that is how I look at you in terms of you go out, you're aggressive, you're in shape, you're prepared. But when you need to make those adjustments, you make them quickly as soon as they are told to. Thank you very much. I do appreciate the kind words here. He's Ray Flores, boxing announcer for Fox Sports 1, was the host of Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor's press tour. Ray, you're the best as always, bringing that passion, and thank you very much for joining us. We will definitely be hearing from you in the future.